I'm going to give it a couple of minutes and let people tune in. So today's going to be a little bit different with the podcast. So what we do for Expert Trades is we run masterclasses where we're basically training our community on how to think about marketing themselves as a business owner and when it comes to digital advertising mainly. So what I decided to do is actually take the audio from the masterclass, record it on the mic so it was relatively clear. We did these on Facebook Live and... Because of the way you can hear about how I engage with our community and sort of the rapport that we have, along with actually the content in the class, I wanted to put it up as a podcast to see if this was at all interesting to anyone in the audience of the Startup Diary. If you guys want to know more, or I can always repurpose stuff if it's not just specific for trades, um, like this one, an introduction to content marketing and how to think about it. Um, if you guys want us to do more of this stuff on the show, I'm more than happy to do it and this is a great way for me to test it without spinning my wheels and making content for the sake of content. So I'm going to chuck you straight into the show. It's quite a long one to be honest, it's longer than our normal ones and at the end of it I'll jump back in to let you know it's done and then there's about three or four minutes of me rambling at the very end of the show which has nothing to do with the content marketing, it was me killing time as we build up the viewers on the Facebook Live in our private group. So really interesting to know if this is something that's interesting for you, if you want us to do more of it, um, hit me up, it's adam at experttrades.com and uh, let me know what you think, thanks for all the emails and looking forward to getting our new Twitter handle live with Ashley, good idea mate, it's going to be a great one to get um, some more engagement with the show. Let's get into content marketing, basic introduction to how you guys need to be thinking about it. Okay guys, uh, I'm not expecting to be able to read this but I'm going to keep referring back to the board um, four things to do today. So what we're going to do is we're going to start, talk, start talking about content marketing and, um, and what it means because there's so many there's so many there's so many things and so many buzzwords that are thrown at you um, and it's really difficult to sort of understand what to do as a trade. And what I'm going to do today is basically give you a base understanding of what content marketing is and how I think that you guys should be thinking about it moving forward. Um, so firstly. Let's cover off what content marketing is. In a nutshell, the best way to explain it is... Oh, is it, Jamie? Content marketing in a nutshell, um, it's the process of telling a story before actually going to a purchase. And if you just think of it like that, that's the best way of explaining it, okay? So basically, everything that happens before a customer physically wants to buy something from you and content marketing doesn't matter whether you're an e-commerce shop selling a widget or whether you're a trade professional selling a service. The content marketing side of it is everything that happens before that actual transaction takes place. Okay? Um, and there's, there's nothing really else to that. It takes lots of different forms, and that's, that's sort of this stuff, um, which we're going to get onto later. But the, you're going to see this, this is on the board at the moment, and this is, a, this is our Chubb safe. Okay? So this is basically our bank account, and I wanted to just put some stuff on here to sort of emphasize how we have to think about content marketing. Because too many people think about content marketing, like um, I wrote it down here earlier actually. You're probably wondering why I've got a 16 year old boy written on the board. But too many people think about content marketing um, like a 16 year old boy on the first date trying to close too early. Um, content marketing is not the sort of thing that happens when someone walks into your shop and they buy. This is the storytelling, and this is the trust. So when we're thinking about creating content and we're doing content marketing properly, camera is back to front. 
I'm doing the reverse camera on the uh, iPhone. Um, so when we're thinking about content marketing, we're thinking about putting, the best way to explain it is goodwill into the bank account, okay? Into the, into the safe. Um, so this all comes in terms of adding value to your customers before actually asking for a sale, okay? So this is content marketing at its best. So what you're trying to do is give someone as much value as possible by fixing a very, very specific problem. So what you do is, you, is your company, it builds yourself up as an authority in that space. So when they come across you and your services, they think about you first. That's, that's the end goal. Best way to think about it um, is this is content marketing, okay? If you look at the data of expert trades, one in four websites that we sold last year came as a referral from someone that hasn't even got a website from us. So why on earth would you, uh, last person that made a comment, Gary, why on earth would you recommend one of your mates to say, go and use expert trades to build a website for you if you hadn't have a website from us? It's because we do stuff like this. We give as much value as we can and show that we know what we're talking about because we build websites from 200 pounds to 25 grand from a trade to a merchant, but we do this as our content marketing plan, okay? I know that 95% of the people in the expert trades community will never ever buy anything from us, but I don't care, because as long as we keep giving you value, then when one of your mates, because that's the way the industry works, says, do you know someone, we come top of mind. And that's proven itself last year. And that's sort of what we're focusing on this year, is keep doing great content and building community and delivering value. So if you think about what we're doing right now as content, as a content marketing strategy, this is the sort of thing we're talking about. So reasons why you wanna do it, and it's basically to separate yourself from everybody else. If you can build yourself up as an authority, then price isn't the question, okay? Um, and we know that you might be doing a, a commodity job, so fix that tap, paint that wall, whatever it is. You might be doing a job that is a commodity that anyone within your trade set can do. Any skilled painter can go and paint that wall, okay? But when someone wants a wall painting, you want them to think about you and only you. You want to carve yourself out as the person, the point of contact, the authority about painting walls, okay? So how do you do that? Because normally what people do is they go to Google, they put a search in and they say, I need a, I need a decorator. And then they go to the, the checker trade pages, the Yelp pages or the the search results and they pick someone, they call them and say, how much to paint this wall? And the question is always about price. And we wanna take the question away from price, okay? Because the simple matter of fact is, is, if you deliver lots of value up front, then price is a secondary thing because they already wanna use you. They've already got a yes. And rather than you trying to get a yes, okay, you've already got one on the table. It's down to you then to find the, the right deal for that customer. But I promise you that if you start building yourself up as an authority, price becomes less of those conversations because they want to use you, okay? Along with the fact that when you're delivering content, it's really difficult to get in front of the right customer at exactly the right time. <clears throat> and basically you're waiting for them to pick up the phone or you're waiting for them to find you on spot one, two or three on Google search results. That's really difficult to do it and rank for and always be there. And even if you are there, it comes back to the problem that we spoke about earlier. The conversation again is all about price because they've just found you fresh off Google search. Don't get me wrong, being on Google search rank one is gonna fill your lead funnel up, but you need to make sure you're converting them at a price that you guys wanna be doing business at. And then what you'll see as you grow your business, you might wanna stay as a one, two, three person business, so then how do you actually add more revenues? How do you increase the business? Because you, at the moment you're just trading time for money. 
the good thing about content marketing is as you become an authority, you just charge more per hour or more per, jo more per job because they want to use you. Okay, so there's loads of benefits to content marketing. The thing is, just to drive home, don't think of it like a 16-year-old boy. Okay, don't try and close too early and don't give up on it too early, okay? Content marketing, content marketing is the exact opposite of PPC, okay? So we're talking about PPC. PPC is pay-per-click advertising. Direct, instant. I've got a problem. I put it into Google. It's a commodity thing. I want to buy something there and then fix my issue, okay? You would never do content marketing around <coughs> emergency boiler repair. You just wouldn't. That's not the type of customer that cares about authority at that point. They have a big issue that they want fixing, they want fixed now, okay? They're going for the first person that can get out. So make sure that you're thinking about whatever you do as a business, that it maps against the buying cycle. So we're gonna get into this now, okay? Have this picture in the back of your head all the time, okay? When a customer comes to you, you want leverage. And normally you don't have it fact because it's a customer calling you up saying i want a job doing what can you do it for we want to reverse that the way around we want to already be on the map so who's the last person darren marsh joined okay so someone calls darren up and they say darren i want this job doing okay just find your number on google what can you do it for fine it's a much different conversation is hey darren yeah i'm on your i'm on your email list um saw you on facebook thanks very much i wondered if you come around and do a quote for me it sounds very easy for me to say and do this now, but I promise you they're the different types of buying trends that you see when you do content marketing well, okay? Us, for example, people don't call us up and drill us down on price. They know we offer value, we know the price is what it is. They wanna know about the extra stuff, the support, all that good stuff that should be part of the conversation, not just, I want a website, what's your lowest price? We don't deal in that world, okay? So, always think about adding value and putting stuff into the safe. Give as much value as you can. So when, you, when the customer calls you up, you can open that. That's, that's the goal. Okay, guys. If any questions come up, by the way, I will try and get to them during this. Need to flip image. Can't do it, Andy. Is this all back to front on, the, on here? It's because I'm using this. <laughs> this topic came up the other day with Jamie. By the way, I'm really, really happy that 25 people are in the audience. This is, I think it's our biggest single viewership at one consecutive time. Uh, don't worry about reading this, okay, guys? This is going to be up in the comments, um, and we'll, we'll do a bit of content, and we'll, we'll put it into a blog post or something when the new website goes live. Um, so I won't refer back to this. Okay, so step one, simple as this, is do you know who your customers are? So let's do a little bit of an exercise, guys. Tell me who you think your ideal customer is. You've got 1,000 people standing in front of you, okay? Who is a customer of your product, your service. I'm gonna wait a second, I know there's a delay. I wanna hear some of you guys define who you think your customer is. Who's gonna be brave enough and chuck it in? Okay, cheers, Alan. I'm not moving on until at least one person tells me who you think your customer base is. I need a countdown timer. I'm gonna lose viewers. I know it takes a while to type out. <laughs> so just to point out, Tony, people with money to spend. You can't read this, and I'm glad you said it. A tag power. This has the words, anyone with money is your customer. Old ladies getting closer, homeowners. Okay, guys, you guys are on the cold face of it. That answer, anyone with money, 
when doing content marketing is the thing that will kill you quicker than ever. You're going to spin your wheels, you're going to waste your time, okay? Now, if I, if I ask in a more, hold on, this looked good. Liam Hurst. Quick question, Liam. Are you the chap, and I apologize for, for not remembering exactly, you have a WordPress site, green branding, with a, with a click here to download brochure-esque on your website, okay? His answer was something along the lines of 40 to 50, certain demographic with this sort of thing, okay? You guys are on the coalface of it every single day. From previous research, women aged 32 to 46 in Coventry, okay? Now we're getting somewhere. And the reason for this is if you don't know your target customer, your exact target customer, you've got to make content for everyone. And you can't do it and you can't win, okay? So what your job is is to understand <coughs> your exact customer. People who want a quality job. So how do you define people that want a quality job? And I think about it in terms of how do we market to that person? How do we isolate and find that person? Liam, I thought that was you. Your answer just shows that I know that... So guys, Liam Hurst has a website. Uh, and when we were, we were doing... I think we were doing um, some of the website teardowns. I came across his site and we've reviewed it. Um, he has a download. He understands content marketing. He's doing a good job. And that shows with his answer of who is your customer. Okay? So what I'm saying is if you understand your customer is not anyone with money which everyone thinks, okay, then all of a sudden, then you can be something to someone compared to being nothing to everyone. Super important to do, okay? Be something to someone compared to nothing or not much to everyone. Example is this. When we did our website masterclass, um, sorry, Matthew Ford ran it for a bit and I did one follow-up to it. In that masterclass, what we did is we told people who we were good for and who we were not good for. And we said to people, here's your three options when getting a website. If you want this, we're not good for that. If you want this, we're definitely not good for that. And we actually gave you the names of our competition. Why? Because we know the type of customer that we want to attract. And if we say to most people, you're not good for us, you need to go here. Happened today on the phone call. We had a guy call me up at the desk talking to me. I want to use your app, get me set up. Great, why do you want to use it? I'm a gas engineer. I want to do gas certs. Great, what does your team look like? There's five of us. Hmm. Not so great for us at the moment. Do you care about other people logging in and seeing quotes, invoices, and everything under one account? Yeah, it's not ideal, blah, blah, blah. I said, here, at the moment, we're not a good, we're not a good app for you. Uh, we're really specific around the sole trader, one-person companies, one, two, three-person companies, as long as you don't mind having that data shared openly, because, Mr. Joe Blogs, we don't have multi-user access. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the guy, I'm going to tag him in here, because we had this conversation exactly today. He said, when are you getting it? Is it in your pipeline? Are you building it? I said, yeah, but I'm going to be realistic with you. It's not at least till four or five months out. I said, four months is being optimistic, five months is realistic. He says, I can get by until then. Call me when it's ready. By knowing who your customer is, you build trust straight away. I'm, I, we send people to different, different website providers, Wix, do it yourself. We never send anyone to Soul Trader. Don't worry about that. Um, and then if they want something very, very specific or bespoke um, that doesn't want to sit on a CMS that we use, we say we don't do that sort of stuff. Go there. We recommend them. If you can be that person, then you're going to build trust and authority that anytime anyone mentions a website, they're going to go, go to Adam, go to Expert Trades, because even if they're not the right people, they know the right people. You want to be that person. So what you've done is you've isolated who your customers are. Easiest way to do this, okay, 
easiest way to work out who your exact customers are is look back over all your trading history. I don't just mean the data, okay? When you walk into a house and you're doing a job, just think, who do you tend to see? When someone picks up the phone and calls you, who's calling you? And it's different per trade group, okay? It's always very different. Um, <clears throat> have to go on a job or watch the video. Cheers, Tony. Stay well, mate. Speak to you soon. It's all different depending on trades, okay? So you might have, um, I don't want to be generic and blasé, but you might have a female calling up a decorator regarding the front room because if my wife, I think is in the audience, said, can you please organize someone? Um, I want to get the front room painted. I'd say, listen, I'm going to get it wrong. You sort it out, okay? Whereas if I want to get a new patio out the back and I say to my wife, can you please do me a favor? Can you go and get three quotes from some landscapers to get a new patio out the back? I want some natural paving. She's not going to do it. So who picks up the phone and actually speaks to you the first time? It's a big insight to who you should be attracting, okay? So think about who your customers are. Just have a think. Yes, who pays the bills? Who does that? Who physically hands over the money? But as the, as the sales funnel actually starts, who starts that conversation with you, okay? So think about your customers and don't create any content until you fully understand who your customers are. Okay, you're gonna be wasting your time. Ah, Chris finally joined, okay? Um, step two, your sales process, okay? I'm not going to dwell on this one for too long, but you need to understand what your sales process actually looks like. You've got a funnel, okay? I'm going to call it a funnel because I drew a funnel. You've got a sales funnel. And what normally happens is your transactions start about here. And with the sales funnel, the more you put in, the more that comes out the bottom. <laughs> uh, the more you put into a funnel, the more that comes out the bottom, okay? And we can go into marketing tactics about having a leaky funnel, and that means when your website's breaking or it's not communicating or the UI and the UX isn't right. But we're not going to get into that. That'll be another day. Important around content marketing still. But you start the conversation down here, okay? What content marketing does is it brings the conversation up to the top of the funnel, okay? I'm going to try and ignore his comments because I'm going to start cracking up. Content marketing brings the conversation to the top of the funnel, okay? And what I mean by this, I'm trying to read the comments. Nearly always a lady in the house who initiates jobs when there are design elements. Hard structured, it's the bloke. David, bang on. That's what, I was, that's what I was trying to get at, completely agree. And if you know that, then when you're doing your content marketing to understand the top of the sales funnel, you understand, take your trade for example, if you understand that you hard structures, let's go with that, anything design, female, anything hard structured male, then as you're coming up with your content marketing strat strategy, you should know that. I need to get people into the top of the funnel, so who do I need to attract? Late. Adam, you can catch up later. And in terms of who do you need to attract, this gets us on to step three. Okay? So what we've done so far is we've said, understand your exact customers. Yep. Understand how that sales funnel actually works. Who calls you up first? How does that process start? Who do you need to get your company in front of to build trust up? Because there is definitely no point in getting your company, if you're a decorator, getting your company in front of me, because I am never, ever gonna start thinking about my front room getting decorated. I don't care about it, okay? If you understand it's the females in the house that look at the wall and go, that, that's looking tired, I need to do something about that, then make sure your content's specific to those guys, females. You know what I mean? Which then gets on to the third step. Content marketing takes loads of different forms, 
okay? Remember, this is just a piece of content that is made that someone sees, they build trust with the brand, whether they buy from you or not, and you're putting all this goodwill into the safe for when you need it later on, okay? So let's just take the example that we're running with at the moment. Female of the house, how do you get in front of them? What platforms are they using, okay? So then you gotta start thinking, actually, I'm a painter and decorator based in Birmingham, and I wanna get in front of, I wanna get in front of affluent females aged between 29 and 36 that, because I probably just bought a first house, or at least homeowners or, or on, that, on that ladder. So then I need to think, where do these people hang out? Where's the water cooler? Where are they all gathering? Because I know that Pinterest, for example, or is that a metaphorical safe? That is a metaphorical safe. Danny, if you just tuned in, I'll cover that off in a second again. You need to understand which demographics of people use which platforms, okay? Pinterest. Bang on, David. Pinterest demographic massively skews towards females. So Pinterest is that social media platform that probably none of you are using. Actually, if you're using Pinterest, I'd love to know. They're all on Mumsnet with my <laughs> Mumsnet's undervalued completely. Okay, if you can go in and become an authority in that, you've, you've crushed it. So Pinterest, anyone using Pinterest, interesting discussion point. Do you think CRM fits in the process? It's amazing how many people call customers back for repeat business. It's just something I've experienced. Tim, yes. Cover that in a second. CRM is, is basically what we're going to get to when we get to the how to get started point. Um, Pinterest for boilers. No, no. Do not get boilers on Pinterest because generically guys aren't on Pinterest browsing for boilers, okay? Pinterest, you've got a design side of your business. So you do, uh, you do interior design, you do wallpapering, you do decorating, all that good stuff, then you need to be on Pinterest. Chris, I can actually see it working for you because you've got something that's visually appealing and I'm not saying that you have something that is visually appealing. I'm not gonna comment on that because this will become a picture in Facebook with a quote that I won't, that I won't be able to come back at you at because it's a point in time. But if you've got something that's visual, then make sure you're on a very visual platform. Simple, Pinterest, Instagram, okay? But make sure that you're on Pinterest if your product is, tends to start the funnel with a female buyer, because that's where they are, okay? Sorry, I forgot this group was more true. Ah, okay, I understand what you're saying now, mate. Okay, so what we're talking about now is step three, which is what content do you create? So you can be creating Facebook posts, and I swear to God, I'm gonna defriend every person I see now that puts a photo of them. John, are you still in the audience? If you're in there, John, if you put another photo of you like this in front of a boiler, I'm going to defriend you. I'm not gonna kick out the group. I'm going to defriend you on Facebook, okay? Let's talk about this. You might not be able to see it, I'm not sure, but we'll put the picture up onto the, the video after we finish with it. This is your job every time you put content up as a content marketing strategy, okay? Do it, John. Don't do it, John. Every time you put something up, you have to be fixing a problem for your exact target customer, okay? My exact, John, I'm glad you're here, but do not put another photo up with this. If you do it, make sure before and after it, there's 10 posts that actually add value. What you need to do and think about every time you're thinking about content is am I fixing someone's problem? 
It's never about you. Content marketing is always about the person that's watching, viewing, reading your content. How are you going to take that, fix that person's problem, and put goodwill into the safe? Okay? This is all, I'm trying to pull this all in together, gents. If you fix someone's problem yesterday, today, actually, um, again, on the phone, can you please help us with this regarding our website? Yes, get on the phone. Website's down, not hosted by us, not our website, picked up the phone to us, I've got logins to GoDaddy, it's not working. What happened? Blah, 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 we fixed it. We didn't charge. Why should we? He's come to us because he trusts us. But I know that guy now, every time he's thinking about a website or when he wants a new website because his current one's looking tired, which I'm not sure if you're in the audience, it really is, that you're going to come to us. Fact. Because I spent 45 minutes on the phone with you getting a website live and didn't charge you a penny because we care about our community, because we put all the goodwill in the safe. Okay? This is what we're doing right now. I'm putting goodwill in the safe because I know that whether you use us for content marketing or you grow your business 10 times in the next 10 times over in the next two years and you go, actually, we're becoming a mammoth of a business now. We need, we need to properly think about a marketing and content marketing strategy and do it at scale. Who do you call? Expert trades. Simple. We're on the tip of your tongue, you know as you like, as you trust us. That's what you need to be positioning yourself in front of your customers. And it's hard. It's definitely not easy. But there's definitely a way to start it and do it effectively very, very simply, which we're going to get onto because there's going to be a little bit of a giveaway at the end of this, okay? So we've got to think about what platforms we're going to talk to people on, okay? And there's, there's this that's the problem. I know you can't read it, it's backwards and all that jazz. Don't do too much, okay? Pick one or two channels maximum, okay, to start off. <clears throat> if you think about what we do as a business, we're on a lot of channels, we were on a lot of channels and we've condensed it right down, Okay? So what you need to do is really think about this process, guys. And I want you to go away and just nail this. Steps one, two, and three. And if anyone wants to email me, you know what it is. It's adam at experttrades.com. I don't need a platform. Um, I'm going to edit this out, by the way, and post when it goes onto YouTube. That's just for you, Chris. Um, step one, understand your customer. It's not anyone with money. Step two, understand the sales funnel. Who picks up the call? Who do you need to get in front of? Step three, the person here that starts that conversation, what channels are they on? Do you agree with the 80-20 rule? Definitely, you've got to. 80-20 rule, um, I can't remember the guy, Petrie, I can't remember the name of the guy. It's real simple. Um, it's 80% of your revenues come from 20% of your customers. It, there's that four to one ratio that tends to be the same in life. 80% of the results of expert trades come from 20% of the staff. However you wanna play it, that 80-20 rule, completely agree. So pick the channels that you want to use, okay? So I have a question, and, and put it in the numbers below, guys. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm coughing a little bit now. Um, think about how many customers you've served since starting business. How many customers you serve on a day-to-day -day basis, okay? Have a, just a quick think. How many people do you actually serve since you started business, done some work to where you are today? There's going to be a lot Okay, and you might think of yourself as we don't have that many customers because we do eight-week projects, we do commercial stuff, we do loft conversions, we do big, expensive kitchen fit-outs. Okay, 
But if you think about it, since you started trading, you're going to have a lot of customers that you've interacted with. So first job is what I want you to do from now on, moving forward, regardless of what you do with content marketing, is firstly, put something on the bottom of your invoices that, please note, click here to opt out. We can, I can help you with all this. And at hundreds, exactly, Gary. You want to add these people into an email list. That's what I'm getting at. Is all your previous customers that you've probably got on an email list somewhere from going through your sent items, look, searching for the word invoice, you've probably got tens or hundreds of customers that you've worked with. <clears throat> and what I'm trying to get at is these are the first people that you should be building a relationship up with. And don't think of it as I've already transacted with that person, they are dead to me. Doesn't work like that with content marketing, okay? What you need to do is you need to go to those people because you've done a good job, okay? I know that because if you're in here thinking about content marketing, you are thinking about building relationships with customers, which means you give a shit, okay? Simple. So what you need to do is e email all those customers out. Get them to a list and when you want to start email marketing and you might be saying, I haven't got them to opt into an email list, blah, blah, blah. If you check within the T's and C's within something like MailChimp, if they ever a customer of yours and have transacted, it doesn't fit on the thumbs up, that's a fine list, and it doesn't fit on the thumbs down, that's a bad list, you have to respect when you email people. So you can send them one email, okay? So what you need to do is get all your emails and your customers together, add them into a list. We can help you. I will do a video on how to add your emails into MailChimp if that's something that's interesting. Add them all into a list. And then when you're ready to start email marketing, and when I mean by ready, I don't mean ready to send one email. I mean, ready to be consistent and one a month at a minimum, okay? And you're gonna be thinking, oh my God, what do I send? We'll cover that off in a second. You can send all the emails out to your previous customers and saying, hey, my name's Adam Chapman. This is my business. We've re we, in the past, we've done some work with you. We, did, we do boiler installs um, and we love doing it uh, in, a, in an efficient way that's eco-friendly. What we're doing moving forward is we are doing a monthly newsletter because we want to keep adding value to all of our customer base because we really appreciate you transacting with us and choosing us for your work. Please click here if you would like to keep receiving emails from us. Please click here if you don't want this content monthly. Just so you know, the type of stuff we're going to be sending is how to save money on your energy bills, new technology that makes your house more thermally efficient, family and friends discounts in case you know anyone that needs any services. Notice what I've done here. I don't even advise doing this one straight away, but value, value, sales. If you're looking at anything that you're doing and there's more sales than value, then you're doing it all wrong, okay? So think about your email list, get it into an Excel spreadsheet, get, and we're gonna end up getting it into MailChimp, okay? Bring it into the Expert Trades app, whatever you want, I don't care. But get all your customers together and then when you're ready to start email marketing, then what you need to do is ask them to opt in for future communications, but you get one chance to make them interested, okay? And you're probably thinking, why on earth would I wanna spend my time focusing on someone I did a boiler install for last week, and they're not gonna buy another boiler for another eight, 10, 12 years, why would I keep bothering them? Here's why. What did I say earlier on? You might not have been here, but one in four websites that we sold last year came from a referral from someone that we haven't even sold a website to. That's because they've been on a masterclass. They've 
picked up the phone and called me and asked for help with their own website. They've spoken to Matthew Ford, who is possibly the best at customer service that I've ever met in my life and is so empathetic and does too much for everyone. That's why he got the job. Because we do all this stuff, they go, well, you've got to choose expert trades. Just get referrals. So Mrs. Jones that had a boiler, when you've left, she's already forgotten about you because you're great. You were great at what you did, but people expect great. You only hear about them if you did a shit job, okay? So how do you stay top of mind so when Mrs. Jones' next door neighbors around for tea and go, oh, I'm thinking about getting a new boiler, how much are your energy bills? And you go, I've got a guy that actually sent me something on energy bills. I'll dig out the email. He did our boiler. That's the exact sentence that we're working towards. We're putting all the value here. So when someone somewhere needs something that you offer and has had a touch point with your business, they only choose you. Okay, then it's not a commodity. Got to fly, Adam. Crack and cast. Cheers, Tim. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, by the way, Tim, uh, yeah, I won't go into everything that Tim does, but technically, absolutely brilliant. Um, okay. Mrs. Jones. <laughs> We've done step one, two, and three, okay, guys? Step four. I was meant to be ticking these off. That was the plan. You've seen I'm organized today. Step four. This weird picture that I've drawn that you might not be able to see is all about testing, okay? So you might send an email subject line, and this is probably where we should do a, a deeper class around this because I don't want to just skim over it and make it sound like it's easy. You need to make sure you don't give up. People give up too early and they don't track. And if you're tracking the data, okay? Think about marketing here as a marketeer. Okay, you don't, you're not a plumber, you're not a heating engineer. You are the marketing director of your business when you're thinking about content marketing. Take the hat off that you're, you're the, the guy on the tools, you're now the marketing director, okay? Think about the data, and we need to work on making sure that we understand what your customer's like, okay? And that's why there's a difference between the type of customer that wants a 10 grand extension to the type of customer that wants a 2,000 pound boiler to the type of customer that wants a 300 pound wall decorating, all different all want to see here and be treated in a different way, okay? So that's what we need to think about. So this is all about not being stuck to one thing. So what we're doing moving forward, guys, I think I've covered everything that's on the board. What we're doing moving forward for the masterclass stuff, and if you've left recently, I apologize. And if you've joined just, you're in for a good shout. We were trying to work out the best way to do content marketing as a trade professional, okay? One of the things that came up was we are gonna set ourselves up as a trade in Birmingham. And basically any leads that came through, we'd be busy. Sorry, can't do it, Mrs. Jones. We're busy, we're tied up. Then I realized that was a bit edgy. Great for tracking. So I thought, how can we do this? What we wanna do is basically take three, three people from, um, from the audience and do content marketing for them and see what works. And we're gonna go through this process, okay? We're gonna work out the different customers and that's gonna be a masterclass. That might be a conversation. We might bring them into the office if they're close enough and just do that. How do we actually find out who your customers are? We're gonna ask the questions and really find out, hold on, who, who do you sell to? Open up your invoices. Who are your last customers, okay? <clears throat> then what we're gonna do is in another masterclass, we're gonna work out the sales funnel. That might be the same thing. I don't know if there's enough content, okay? So 
what we're basically going to do is we're going to do content marketing for three people and we're looking for people of different trade groups. I want to do at least um, someone that's got, I'm booked till May. Um, I want to actually take someone that has a different buying cycle, okay? So what I mean by that is the content that you put out for someone, by the way, if you see me pause, it's because I'm getting loads of notifications come up. If you see me put the, um, sorry, the buying cycle is someone puts out content trying to attract someone that's a boiler customer. Compared to someone that puts out content that wants to have a 10 grand extension will look very, very different. And one of them is gonna take a lot more content, a lot more question and answers compared to just short value propositions. So what we wanna do is we wanna take a few people. So what I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna go through the comments later and I can't, we tried doing this live when I was with Band of Builders doing a live auction. When you're doing it live and you're picking people, you miss too much stuff and I don't wanna do that. So if you're interested in having content marketing done, and by the way, what we're looking at is if we make this successful, Matt Ford's got a job because we'll develop squeeze pages on the website. I don't like calling them squeeze pages because it's what they used to be called. They're just an old fashioned term, but what we're basically doing is we're gonna work out what works. We're gonna do manually building on the website package, on other people's websites, if you've got your own website. Drive people from a Facebook ad, for example. Top five ways to save money on your, save money on your electricity bill, okay? Top three ways to add value to your house in 2017. All these stuff, drive them to a website. Click here to download, but before you get it, I'm gonna ask for an email address. That's all, nothing else, nice and innocent, so I can send you this file, okay? Mark Carter, like the idea for Adam and really knew the business one. Cool. Um, so we're gonna work out that cycle, okay? So guys, I'm making a note now of where we are in the timer. I'm gonna go quiet, which as you know, is probably fairly difficult for me. Um, for the next minute, if you're interested, I need you to do three things, okay? Put you, as in company name, what trade you are in, four things. Company name, and this isn't a race, by the way. Company name, the trade you are in, where you are based, because we want to try different regions, and if you have a website or not. And then add, it, add if it's from us, out of curiosity, because I want at least one of the guys to be our website package customer. Okay, so company name, where you are based. <clears throat> I've already forgot. Company name, where you are based, what you do, main trade, and then if you have a website, and if it's a website package, just put expert trades website package. I'm gonna leave that now for a couple of minutes. Okay, heat trend, heating, North Wales website with you. Perfect. I'm not saying you got it, guys. Um, and guys, just so you know, what we're basically gonna be doing, to keep it fair, is I'm gonna put the, the groups of people that we want in three different pots and then, and then draw from there. There's probably not gonna be as many for a pot. I'm probably exaggerating, there's 26 people viewing it right now. So. Company name, what you do, where it is, and do you have a website? We're going to really struggle if you don't have a website. Matter of fact, we're not even going to consider if you don't have a website. Terry Bergen, plumbing and heating engineer, Northampton, expert trades website. Cheers to Terry. PAR, electrical southern, da 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 da, most contractors. Uh, PAR, sorry, I've, I've just, the name just went up on the feed. Do you have a web, um, company name? Do you have a website? Hearst Gas, gas engineer, leads Hearst Gas Services. Thank you. I heat. Technically, you have a website, Matt. Uh, I know what you mean. Um, kitchen, Gibson's Kitchen, the bathroom, da da da. 
just about to go on my website, could be a good shout. DQ Plumber Heating, Crawley, Expert Trades website, cool guys. I'm gonna give it uh, another minute or so, just to let those come in, okay? You don't understand, it's bloody blinding here because there's two spotlights on this, okay? Chapman Plumbers, yes, website. Ultimate Plumbing Heating Services, Bournemouth, our website with, with Yell, okay? I'm not gonna judge you. No website. We're going to struggle with no website, mate. Polo services, da, 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 website with expert trades. Okay, great. Guys, um, what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to do that as soon as possible. And we're going to contact. And then what we're going to be doing moving forward regarding the content marketing masterclasses is we're going to do some stuff that is around how to do it. But we're going to intermingle that with actually how we are doing it. Okay. If that's interesting to you and I'm not spinning my wheels and you want to see how we're taking these three companies and trying content marketing across Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Pinterest, emails, website, squeeze pages, all that good stuff. If that's interesting, just do me a favor and hit a like on the video just so I can see some response. That means I'm not spinning the wheels of the business, um, creating content that no one likes. And do you know what I'm doing right now? I'm making sure that this is actually a problem that you actually want us to help fix. I'm gonna move you from red a smiley face. Okay, guys, I um, have to say this post has been amazing. Cheers, mate. Really appreciate it. I love doing this, okay? Uh, we've said it before, 95% of customers never buy from us, but that's not what we're about. We are trying to build, and I want it on the wall, massive. We're trying to build the, the biggest community of trades professionals in the UK because together we can do some awesome stuff. I'm looking forward to it. So firstly, if you've made it this far, please email me because I really want to hear from you. It's adam at experttrades.com. Ashley, I hope when you're listening to this and you're helping out with our social that you can manage to pull some bits out. Um, some, there's some great one-liners in there and some great things that we need to drive home when it comes to content marketing. So I'm going to leave it there. Definitely email me. If this is interesting, let me know. And then the next three or four minutes is me rambling, killing time as we were waiting for the viewers to jump into Facebook Live. And if you want to know more about Facebook Live as well and how to get the most out of that, we think we're doing a good job with it now, but it was some trial and error. I'm um, happily put that in a show in the future. Keep the questions coming in. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey all, I'm going to give it a couple of minutes and let people tune in. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to fill some time for a little bit. Um, and we'll start, what we look, tend to do is give it on the nose now at 6.30, um, see when people are tuning in, give it two or three minutes, and then we'll take it from there. Um, guys, <clears throat> I've actually got the camera laid out a different way today, um, and it'll be really helpful if, is this coming through correctly, so I'm standing this way and I'm not at an angle. Uh, anyone in the comments, if you could let me know, that'd be great. Just fire this up so I can see. Gonna give it a few minutes and uh, see anyone else that wants to join us. I actually do it on the whiteboard. Nick Box. Nick, how are you, mate? You well? Um, <clears throat> just gonna give it a few minutes. Darren, how are you? Don't know why I'm asking. Saw you earlier. Hope you're well. Um, gonna cover off content marketing today, guys. Um, Three key points around it, just to get everyone started. Um, we're gonna give it a few more minutes and then let anyone else tune in and then we're gonna jump into it. Uh, guys, when you join, it'd be great if you can just say who you are. Alan, how are you, mate? Um, hope you're well. Um, There's eight of us now, people are coming in. Max, hope you're well, mate. Good to chat earlier. 
Stop, Gary. Gary, I saw, it was really brilliant actually, Gary, what I saw earlier. Um, hey, John. John, you actually, Gary, I saw on Twitter uh, that there was, a, there was a post around Twitter and engaging. And it was so good to see you jump in and actually help another trade with some of the stuff that we covered off in the masterclass. Good stuff. Steve, how are you, mate? Um, John, I tested it earlier, but one of the, one of the things that you mentioned last time um, was the audio. So we've actually got a, a mic rigged up. Um, let me know how the audio is. Um, I am. I'm not, what's that got to do with anything? Um, yeah. So let let me know how the audio is, and I'll um, uh, keep doing it like this. Basically, uh, it's a bit of a downer because I can't plug uh, the actual DSLR up, so we're gonna have to use this as the main video afterwards. Um, really great to see 15 people in it already. Just gonna give it another one minute, and we'll jump into the content, guys. Uh, Simon, hope you're well, mate. Good to see you, Neil. All good. Uh, it's really good. Gaz, how are you, mate? It's really good to see some fresh faces coming in. Uh, sounds okay, that's good. Yeah, so we've got an external mic. So in theory, uh, hi Adam, hi Simon. Uh, in theory, it should sound the same regardless where I am. Uh, we've got a couple of spotlights on this. Um, yeah, uh, we're gonna do actually a whiteboard class today, guys, just covering off content marketing. I'm not expecting you to be able to see what's on the screen, but when we edit this and put it onto YouTube, this will be up. Hey, up me duck. Hi, Jamie, how are you, mate? Steve, thanks for telling me the audio is good, mate. Uh, my face is... My face is fresh, I've no idea what that is. But one thing I did learn about face, I'm just gonna get into the content in a sec, guys, but one thing I didn't know that you could do, <laughs> I, I wanna do the whole thing like this, uh, but I won't. Um, I just, this is really cool. It's like Snapchat filters. Uh, out of curiosity, any of you guys using Snapchat? I'm gonna jump into it now, guys, by the way. But is anyone using Snapchat? I'm gonna get rid of this while I remember how. Hello, y'all. Hey, Rob, how are you, mate? Should we close this off? There we go. Ken, 